back, everybody, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. Good and to be back. This week, we're going to have a phenomenal podcast because we're going to talk about faux. And it won't be faux awful. It'll be good faux, faux, fee. <laughs> Fum. <laughs> Let, let's just say that any, for anybody who doesn't know, pho or pho or however you pronounce it is sort of a phenomenon here in Fort Worth. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we've had a couple of restaurants open up just recently. And yeah, just on the top ten list of hottest restaurants from Teresa Gubbins in last week's DFW.com's hot issue. Pho District? Pho District. Mm-hmm. Or Pho District, whoever. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new um, – there's several other – Grills. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one on uh, Bryant Urban. There's one uh, coming on Camp Bowie, where, mm-hmm. where um, in the Tom Thumb Shopping Center, that's uh, is spreading out all over. <laughs> and Steve has been to Fud District. Yeah, right? I, I have. Uh-huh. Yeah. What'd you think? I was very good. Uh, the bowl was a little smaller than I usually expect, uh, but mm. it was a real pretty bowl. It was a black bowl, you know, a little nicer looking than the uh, selection. They also had this, like they called dry pho and uh-huh. uh basically they separated the broth and you poured it on yourself which i'm kind of like uh, uh you know the one of the nice things about the pho is the like 12 hour broth that they make so right so i just right have them just pour it on as much as they can in there it's a Viet- vietnamese sort of soup but it's full of vegetables and meat and yeah it's a beef broth normally the the pho bo pho fobo fobo <laughs> that's the beef and then there's a, a pho ga you know which is chicken and now uh, did you go to haltom city before i mean were you people used to argue about mm-hmm. whether to go to two too high too do too high or pho nam was the was the best mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm uh, a fan of Milan. Milan, that's the <laughs> yeah. other one in Hong City. Yeah, yeah no, I've, I've hit them all. They're, they're all good. I mean, mm-hmm. just whichever one I was closest but to. But did you ever think this would be the kind of thing that would become kind of a mainstream thing? Apparently, uh, and let's say Pho District is next to Chewy's in the West Seventh, uh, the So Seventh development. It's kind of hip. It's got a bar and, yeah. and you know cocktails with parasols and, and all. And that sort of, of uh, mm-hmm. cursed space. So this this seems like it, they mm-hmm. finally hit on something that's going to last there. And it has a lot of the same type of furnishings that the Piranhas uh, Killer Sushi has too. It looks mm-hmm. like the same type of uh, bar stools and things like that. Yeah, so we've been hearing reports of lines to get in there. So. I mean, we should explain that you know a lot of the reason that that Asian restaurants are are you know booming is because the young young people um, you know are are like sushi and and like uh, and like uh, a lot of the different Asian flavors and the the pungent uh, the pungent flavors. Kids of today, <laughs> <laughs> they've they've gotten over the. Uh, there, there is life after burritos. They've gone on to And I, I still think there's an anime connection to this because they see it in the uh, yeah, people eating all that good stuff point. in these cartoons they like to watch now. That and just, uh, you know, the, the Asian population in Texas has grown faster than any other population. But because this podcast is not just about food, it's also about education, we want to make sure that none of our listeners go in and say the word improperly, which has happened to all of us at some point, because it's spelled P-H-O, and a lot of people will say pho, mm-hmm. but that's not the right way, uh-huh. right? Well, I pho. <laughs> Bud has got his iPad, and he's going he's gonna to look it up. He's going to give us the pro- correct pronunciation. This is the Merriam-Webster online pronunciation. Pho. 
So, do you work for them? Because it sounds like you on there. I, 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 everybody's got to have a little side gig. <laughs> Fuh. 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 So let's all try it. That's right. So together, so say, right? One, two, three. Fuh. Fuh. So kind of, kind of, you know, let it drag out. And uh, so when people yeah. say, "I want to go get some of that foe. And a, gyro. Can, and a gyro. And a gyro. There's all sorts of, like, uh, ethnic foods that we mispronounce on a regular basis here in Texas. But thanks to th- that you listen to the Eats Beat podcast, you will no longer mispronounce pho. That is our own little sound drop we can play any time here. Yeah, I've also been eating a lot at the pho grill that's... Uh, oh, you just said it wrong! Pho! Pho, 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 pho grill. Pho yeah. <laughs> grill. Or maybe it's like pho gras. <laughs> at uh, Overton Ridge, yeah. That was in the, what, the Little Red Dwarf space? Yeah, and those are those are some of uh, the Tron's relatives from... Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, from Fua District, I think. Uh-huh. So, what I did you think of Fua Grill? Fua. Well, oh, I, I like it a lot. I've become a regular there. It's really close to my house, so uh, not yeah. not quite as fancy as Fua District. Oh no, no, it's not fancy at all. Okay. <laughs> and that's what's opening on Camp Bowie in the old Wanfu space on Camp Bowie. Mm-hmm. Oh, another Fua Grill. Yes, they're, okay. They're, uh, they're, we're we're uh, there will be Fua Grills all over. Mm-hmm. They have also a shaky beef that's real tasty and uh, shaky salmon also, which is basically the idea is it's just stir-fried. You know, they, they shake it up in a wok, basically. Right. Well, that's just it. They don't – most of these places that – while pho is in the name, that's not right. all they serve. Mm-hmm. They serve Vietnamese mm-hmm. cuisine, which is mm-hmm. actually – there's all sorts of really good Vietnamese yeah. dishes. The, the spring rolls, they have a pork spring roll that's uh, roasted pork, and it's really good. And everybody's a big fan of the banh mi mm-hmm. sandwiches. The banh mi, and, you know, that, that chain just opened this week, the new uh, – Bond shop chain, which is, oh. which is, which will do for for banh mi what uh, what uh, super chicks did for for chicken sandwiches. This is the the Where yum the yum foods company of Taco Bell and KFC fame opened their first banh mi shop, and it's in it's by SMU, and the second location will open soon in the airport at DFW. Oh, I, I so love it's the first, banh mi. It, this is mm-hmm. actually a collaboration between. Uh, Yum Foods, which doesn't have that good a reputation, but also Payway, mm-hmm. which does have at least a decent reputation for for you know average chain Asian fare, and so they've gotten together and worked out this this banh mi concept. The dirty little secret, though, for some of the Asian food is not necessarily healthy food, right? I think sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm eating light, pho. but pho. Mm-hmm. Is not necessarily low in calories or low in fat. I think it's pretty healthy. I, mean, I, I don't think I, so. I think you know, well, particularly a lot of Asian food is cooked in lots of oil and fat, oil and, and yeah. beef broth, and all very that. fast though. It's just dipped in it. You know, it's just really <laughs> quick. Steve, Steve's not somebody who has to worry about those kinds I, of things. I, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I, but I do think that if you just douse it in enough sriracha, that that erases <laughs> all other problems. It, doesn't change the fact that it's very good. Actually, even at my favorite taco at Velvet Taco was the Bon Mi Taco, and they took it off the menu in Fort Worth, and I was just like, "What in the world did they do that for?" I mean, but maybe I will be validated by the, which, the growth you know, of this which chain. Which has a Bon Mi? I mean, yeah, no, I mean it's becoming very sort of mainstream, mm-hmm. and maybe at some point it won't even be hip and cool. To but it. some of the sauces, but you'll know how to say pho. That some of the sauces and mayonnaise is. I mean, when the, you get the sushi or the, they have all this thick. You know, aioli, you know, mayo concoction, the sauces that look like they've been painted, the sushi rolls that look like they've been painted. I mean, that is not good for you. All that mayo is not right. good for you. 
Well, I hate to break it to you. When sriracha started showing up on the menu at Subway, you know it had jumped the shark, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's sriracha uh, at Jack of the Box now. There's a, they have a, a morning Jack Jack burritos with creamy sriracha sauce. Oh yeah, well, you know I love some Jack of the Box. So I, I really think Asian food is healthy. <laughs> Well, you know the peppers mm-hmm. are healthy, mm-hmm. and uh, any um, you know the, the the ethnicities in the world that eat the spiciest food also have the lowest incidence of depression. And the uh, well, there's know, so some I think that mm-hmm. the, 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 the sriracha eaters and jalapeno eaters of the world are the happiest people. Yeah, and I'm not saying all Asian food is is unhealthy. I'm just saying just double check to make sure that some of it. Like I, I was surprised when I went in and started eating some some Chinese food and mm-hmm. found out the, the calorie counts on some of it. I was just like, whoa, yeah, I the, can't eat this on a regular the basis. The sesame yeah. chicken is not going to be good for you over <laughs> a long haul. So we also wanted to talk, uh, remember, pho. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. But before we pho. move on from this phenomenal pho. discussion, we want to talk about Grape, grape Fest. Which this is, is Grape Fest this weekend. It's going to be great, Rick. I mean, what the beautiful weather. And, and Texas wine. Uh, all the Texas wine you can have and, and uh, tastings, but you know, I mean, Grape Fest has got a lot of good food too. So good food, a good good excuse to go check out downtown Grapevine, which people and, don't do often enough. Really. And you get the walk some, so it's healthy. You have all the tastings, and, and it's right. up and down Main Street. You know, old Main Street and Grapevine is, you know, I mean, for as suburbs go. My old Maine and Grapevine is one of the most authentic, historic yeah. places you can go. It really has that old Texas town feel that they've worked on. And you can stomp the grapes, right? Yeah. That's, my son did that when we went a couple of years ago. So my only advice, my, my big advice for going to Grape Fest is that, like, millions of people go. So go early. I, I didn't look at what time the gates open, but my advice is to go is to go and have breakfast in Grapevine and get a parking place and go to either Old West Cafe or Jake's Burgers for breakfast and park. And then after that, you can start walking up and down the street enjoying your morning in Grapevine. Yeah, and though, you know, parking is something that, you know, if you, you have to get there early. I, don't they have shuttles taking you if you park off-site? The, a shuttle will take you to the... To the, the entrance. They have shuttles everywhere, and it's it's real well, well organized. They have as many people as the Main Street Festival in downtown Fort Worth. It's it's a huge event. Some of the restaurants out there, uh, Grapevine restaurants that will be serving, like they're on Main in their regular restaurants, but also they'll have food booths. Uh, Bartley's Barbecue, which is kind of the old reliable in Grapevine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burritos Locos, which is a great uh, – another place you could go for breakfast to their restaurant if you want. It opens at 7. But they'll have a taco and burrito stand at – at Grape Fest, because everybody knows that tacos and burritos are traditionally uh, grape. No, 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 I'm kidding. Uh, and then <laughs> Main Street, Be- Main Street like Bakery. Bre- that's right. Main Street Bakery and Napoli Pizza will all have booths there. So uh, they'll they all have, you look uh, for them. Great music, Fest. right? They have some carnival rides, lots of music and wine, and all that. So, but all the Texas wines. I mean, don't be afraid of Texas wines. You know, uh, the uh, kind of the old standby. The 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 rule has always been to order Alano Estacado Red and St. Genevieve White, and you'll come out all right. But really, there are so many more great Texas wines now. Mm-hmm. Just explore. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, later this month, uh, we're going down to, to Fredericksburg to pick up, we, uh, was it uh, Becker wines? Becker, um, the <laughs> Becker Viognier is one uh-huh. of the best Viognier. Right, and the basically, uh, you know, we actually get a case, uh, we subscribe to their uh, wine program mm-hmm. we get a case every other month uh, and uh, it's uh, time for our case so we're just going to drive down there and pick it up you have to drive down to pick it up or you no, just no, decided they, you wanted well, to take a trip I mean, yeah we're taking a trip but it, okay. uh, 
it also um, it is an issue because you have to be home when they deliver wine. Oh, okay. So uh, we've had it where we've had a lot of stuff going on and they ship back to Fredericksburg. Oh, well, it's a good reason to go check out Fredericksburg in the fall, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, of course, Oktoberfest is coming up soon, so that's uh, more, uh, we can talk about that uh, on October another podcast. Here or Wurstfest in New Braunfels. That that's right. Well, I, I think it's. I think you're right that t- sometimes Texas wine's got a, you know, they get a bad rap. Uh, I mean, not that they're necessarily the same quality level that you might get from a California wine or a Chilean wine. Not yet, but because those areas have been making wine for years, and Texas is fairly recent sort of entree into the wine trade. But uh, I still think it's worth trying, and, and Grape Fest is a good place to do it. You and there's seven different. Yeah, seven different tasting rooms in Grapevine. To, yeah, to and I, I, I think it's one of those underrated festivals, actually. I know it's been going on for 28 years or so, but mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, we definitely know about Main Street and we know about all sorts of other. Addison has that mm-hmm. Oktoberfest coming up. I think Grapefest is one of those that you should definitely add to the Well, I think, you calendar. know, the people that live in that area are very, very familiar with it. Yeah. Now, while you're scoping Grapevine, there are a couple others as far as new restaurants in Grapevine. The Baker's Ribs over by the, the Hilton is new. That's the mm-hmm. the Baker's Ribs chain now has a Grapevine location. Grapevine's kind of the little barbecue hotbed now. You have Bartley's, which is the old-timer. You have Baker's. You have AJ's right on Main by the train station. He's doing a good job. And then right over the border in Capel, just east of the uh, east of the, the, the big uh, hunting uh, shop there, uh, there's a, the big Hard Eight. And then they're about to open a place called Meet You Anywhere, and it's a guy who used to be a regional manager for Rudy's. So Grapevine's going to have a lot of good different barbecue places. Any pho? Uh, I, I don't think <laughs> you know. I don't think any of the barbecue places serve pho. Can we can we hear it again one more time before we sign out? Well, yeah, but I got to get it queued back up. Oh, uh, okay. Fa, fa, enter the passcode, and fa. you know I can't just do this yeah, on there the you end. Yeah, well, uh, fa, you got to get it like this is merriamwebster dot com on your uh, on your internet. So go enjoy some fa and uh, and some great fest, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.